What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Molding the Mindset. On today's episode of the podcast, we have aspiring entrepreneur, mobile app designer, CEO of Chat App, and most importantly, my friend, AJ Picard. AJ and I have been friends for about two years now, and he was one of the first people that I had met when I started the process of developing a mobile application. AJ has launched two apps already, the second being Chad, which he plans to turn into the best networking app on the market. In this episode, AJ and I discuss his entrepreneurial journey thus far and some of the best things he's learned along the way. So, let's get into it. Welcome back to Holding the Mindset. As I said in the intro, today's guest is Mr. AJ Picard. We've been trying to do this for like a week and a half now. <laughs> this is like the third time we're doing this. This is going to be the best one yet, though. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. Can't thank you enough for having me. No, oh, thank you. Uh, big birthday this past weekend. How was it? Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. One of the best yet, for sure. Yeah? Yeah, by far. My girl took me to um, this virtual reality room at D.C., and you pretty much just put on like these VR headsets with like the two controllers, like the hand controllers, and you just play VR games for an hour. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, That's it was. A- it was like the. I had a bow and arrow. I was shooting things. It was the coolest thing. Well, you you didn't actually have bow. And arrow, bow no, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. in the in the VR headset, like, <laughs> it was it was just really cool. That sounds fun, man. Yeah, uh, man. So, twenty seven. Twenty seven. Same. Crazy. I don't feel that old though. You don't? No, I don't think I'm not that person who looks at age as like you know, like I know a lot of people who were like, Oh my god, I can't believe I'm gonna be thirty. Like I don't see it like that, man. Twenty five to thirty five, I'm looking forward to that. That was like the time frame I always said as being the best time of my life. So Oh yeah. Um thirties I hear is your best years. I can't I can't wait. I know. Uh, my body just feels like it's eighty four. That's that's a problem. You should probably you should probably start going to the gym or something. Yeah, I you know, do. I maybe do. take some I, fish oils or something. Yeah, I gotta do something. I think I I think I just got to stretch, man. I gotta figure something out. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, obviously, you and I have known each other for a couple of years now. Uh-huh. Um, we met through a mutual friend uh, back in PA, and mm-hmm. you were and I have you to thank for the reason that I was able even to try and launch an app that that's coming out here soon because uh, you were the first one that came, you were the one that came up with the first designs yep theme, right you also can you also helped me with the, uh with fit society so how how did you um you know how did you get in that how did how was that even a, like for, uh, possible for me to sit down with you and you even able to you know to design all that stuff how did you even get into that okay well um just kind of growing up i was always a huge apple fan um my dad was a huge Apple fan, so I grew up with it. And like it just, I, I was like, I'm that weirdo that's always watching the new, the new uh, like keynotes they have each quarter, seeing like their new products and whatnot. And um, so was, the app store was finally starting to blow up in like college and social media was becoming this huge thing. And uh, my buddy was thinking about owning his own business, and that kind of like inspired me because I've seen, I saw like all my par- my parents. And uh, my aunt and all them, like, they're entrepreneurs. And I was just always around it. And I just didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was like, oh, apps and technology. It's with Apple, too. You know, why not? And um, at the time, I was a huge gamer. And I think it's like my senior year at college, I decided to team up with my friend. 
and create an app that was helping gamers like discover new video games to play because I know we talked about this, but we used to wait on this Game Informer magazine each week, which was like absolutely terrible. And yeah, um, having the way for that, uh, having the way for that, and figuring out what's coming up next and what's coming yeah, out. They used and, to have some. They used to have like strategy in those games too, or in those magazines for the games too, I believe, right? Yeah, and they, they used to have, have ratings. Strategy. They used to have ratings too. Nice. Like nice. it was, it was really, it was a cool concept. It was just like we were humans, were like gamers were just advancing. Like we're we're like technology technologically sound. So it was like only right an app starts to you know come forth. You know, so like we did we did pretty well. Like the first couple months we were doing well, and then um, things just kind of hit the fan with my friend and I, and I kind of just decided to push that for like on my own for like two to three years, saying I could do it on my own, um, and then. After that, I uh, went into – I was trying to go overseas for basketball. That didn't work out. Then I went right into um, a sales job. I wanted to see if I could sell. I could do that, and I did really well at that. So I was like, you know, I kind of want to start my own thing, whether it's like an app designing company or app development company or maybe my own app. And so when we started talking, I was kind of trying to figure out, uh, like trying to get some clients on for my app development company. And, and I was going through my ideas – one day and that's where i came up i saw my old idea for an app that i'm working on now called chad and uh that's how we got here yeah you you were doing you were doing a couple things so when i first yeah when i first met you that's right i forgot all about that you were Mm -hmm. doing what was it called aj what was it what was the name of the company aj apps aj apps right Mm -hmm. and that's how i had originally got linked up with you and then you were also doing a clothing company as well weren't you yeah, I was. Um, I was doing a, a clothing company called uh, Whereabout Clothing. So essentially, like you could put a lo- you, you it had the location symbol on the shirt in the center of it, and then you could put like a location at the bottom of it. And I, I actually think I I was doing really well with it. Honestly, I think I was like profit wise, I think I made like a thousand bucks. But um, something it was just like clothing, man. It was just something I wasn't fully interested in, and. It was just getting super annoying, and I just didn't want to do it anymore. So I just decided to kind of just close it down. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I actually love that. I have one of those hoodies. The yeah, one, the location, and I love it. Yeah, I, 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 I wear my shirts all the time. Dude, it's comfy, and I do get questions about it when I wear it. Like, the, well, yeah. I mean, if you get anyone that wants one, you just let me know. We can split the profit. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'll scratch this from the podcast. No one hears that. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> so. Yes. Okay. So that's how we originally got linked. Yeah. So entrepreneurial, you've been an entrepreneurial mind for, for quite a while, you know, Mm -hmm. growing up and stuff. Um, And it sounded like that came from your dad and your mom. They Mm -hmm. were sort of into the tech world. Uh, I know you had gone through a tough time. Yeah. um, You know, when you were younger uh, with your dad and stuff like that. So was he, that was he the reason that you sort of wanted to get into that stuff or? Yeah. I mean, um, Definitely. He was, he was that my mom was more like her entrepreneur, I guess the job she started was uh, she, she's our own health insurance broker. So she was selling health insurance, wasn't really much tech into that. And I tried to get into it and I'm, I don't, I'm sorry, mom. I just couldn't, I just don't like that industry. And (laughs) um, my dad was just always like huge on tech and Apple from what I remember. And he's always in the basement, like doing new things. And it's just like, really and you know at the time as a kid you're not really thinking you're thinking that's just normal you know your parents just working but um you know not everyone's parents is like that so growing up seeing that it kind of just naturally made me want to be like that and want to 
do those things and learn about tech. And I've just always been my whole life so interested in it. Yeah, they um, they were sort of ahead of the curve. I I mean, I remember my parents were never like like mm-hmm. that wasn't even. So your parents, yeah, kudos to your parents. They were yeah, man, way yeah, ahead enough. Yeah, way ahead of the curve. So now you've been in this um, a while now, and mm-hmm. you know, last week I dropped an episode of the podcast talking about mentors and how they've helped me. Um, I know we had maybe talked about this before, but not really, but I'm kind of curious, did you have any people that you sort of leaned on as, yeah. as, as you tried to start, you know, a clothing company and an app development company and, you know, and then into your own apps and all that. Did you have, a, 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 you know, people that you leaned on for advice or? Yeah, I did actually. Um, so, uh, I did dab a little stuff with my mom. Um, unfortunately, like she, uh, just isn't in the tech world, so. Uh, she she would give some advice here and here that helped, but mainly I was, uh, you know, just reaching out to my close friends like uh, my buddy Serge, who uh, is in life insurance, doing his own life insurance thing. His dad, I asked his dad a lot of questions as well, who owns his own life insurance company, and my buddy Serge is probably going to take that over eventually. So like, you know, he's also going. He technically had the same kind of family uprising as I did, so um, he could relate to me and how I was thinking and. You know, he's always been like a huge tech fan as well, even though he's not in it. So and I know he's always going to give me the you know, the most honest answer, even if I don't want to hear that. So that's something I respect from him. And then my buddy, uh, my buddy Dexter just recently came, you know, has become like a, a person I kind of reach out to. We talk pretty much almost every day. We share like these inspirational mes- messages with each other. But he reached out to me randomly and he was struggling with his sales job. And I just like, I was just trying to give him some, you know, positive feedback on how to like kind of fight through that, those issues of becoming, you know, a, a sales rep for the first time and getting off the ground. And then later, sooner than later, you know, he's now that same year, last year, he got promoted to sales manager and he started and he was killing it. Like he was closing all these jobs. And now he's there for me whenever I need help. And he does a great job of just listening. And that's sometimes the best mentor just listening to hearing yourself talk and when you hear yourself talk sometimes you just like solve your own problems right and um there's yeah it's just and of course my girlfriend as well um she's mainly emotional emotional mentor <laughs> keeping my yeah. head straight um because you just like as you're going on through this journey you, you like i have a problem of having like i know myself everyone's different but i have immediate gratification problem and i need something now and i want it now and uh, I have trouble with patience and, you know, uh, so she's always there for me to just calm me down and keeping me, you know, grounded and staying the course. That's an interesting point that you just said, because mm-hmm. I think that's why you and I became friends so quick, because I sort of had that same issue, mm-hmm. that instant gratification issue. Yeah. Um, and it's something that, you know, I've been working on for a long time. My dad is like, my dad is the quickest person to snap ever. And he has the, the shortest yeah, he's Italian, so he's the shortest fuse mm-hmm. of all time. And is he Sicilian? <laughs> oh my God! Dude, unfortunately, he he transferred that to me, and I've had to battle my way to not mm-hmm. to not be that way. I mean, it was like I, I couldn't even drive in traffic without even like oh yeah, I still without do that. snapping out. And, and uh, like traffic's one thing, right? But it's when it's every day, and you're like, all right, I probably mm-hmm. shouldn't freak out at this because it's I, there. I, there's no way around it, right? Right. So teaching yourself how to handle those situations and uh, it really comes with emotional discipline. Um, 
One hundred percent. I I think that one of my favorite things to look at is Brian. One of my favorite players in in Philadelphia history is Brian Dawkins. Yes. So the way I kind of justified me being an emotional person was like, if Brian Dawkins can cry in the middle of the game on the field, mm-hmm. then that's that's you know I I, you know, I can be emotional. I can be emotional, but I think and, and I'll and I'll flip this into a question in a second, but I think that being an emotional person and not having control over them can hurt you in, a, in, in certain situations mm-hmm. and especially trying to get a business off the ground mm-hmm. and manage a team and stuff like that being being or, or not having control of your emotions is, is a huge can be a huge issue um but don't take it don't let it you know don't not be emotional that's something that i think a lot of people um that have a lot of emotions kind of get drowned into you know there a lot of people a lot of people in the world actually downplay emotions for some reason. I'm not really sure why, um, mm-hmm. but there is a time and place to freak out. And yeah, um, <laughs> and, it does. Yeah, and and it's just like you being you just. I think you nailed it right on the comment. I just, I just think you need to understand how to control your emotions and to right. figure out when to use those at what time. Yeah, I agree. Have you? Can you think of any t- at any point or any examples to? Uh, where you look, you can kind of look back and go, man, maybe I shouldn't have acted like that. Or maybe I shouldn't have responded that way at first. I wouldn't have to explain myself after. Um, yeah, it, this might not seem like anything insane, but I, I mean, I viewed it as something that was minor, uh, but I didn't realize because uh, I, I wasn't, I was naturally not thinking of these two other individuals. Um, but essentially I did have two tech co-founders probably fall of last year and we were we're, they were working super hard on getting the mvp out or the first version of chat out and um it's it's very interesting like i look at something and i don't know if it's a gift or a curse but i can immediately see what's wrong with it and then I, i immediately have to talk about that instead of harping on like the positives of what i'm looking at do you know what i'm saying um yeah so yeah so I, I, you know, I thought I was weird, but then I read, I read something that Steve Jobs was the same way. He kind of looks at things and he, once he sees something, he's already on to the next thing, like the next and better thing, like what's next, you know, he's always trying to keep things moving forward. And what happened was they were working all these countless hours and, um, you know, we just met each other, you know, so I only know these guys for like a month. They don't know me, you know? So right. when, when they did give me the app, I was you know, I gave them feedback based off like what wasn't working and the issues of how it looked instead of, uh, you know, one, obviously praising them for losing sleep and working tireless, tirelessly on mm-hmm. this project. Um, and that's something I wish I could have took back and kind of flipped, maybe mm-hmm. say more positive things in the beginning first and then um, break it down to, hey, is it OK if I give some feedback kind of thing? Um, I'm very upfront like you, man, like you, when we were working together, any designs I was working on, you flat out always said, I don't like them or I like them. I'm the same way. And a lot of people don't like that. (laughs) Yeah. No. Well, a lot of people also are very sensitive, which is, which is another issue in and of itself. But I think that being that way is not a bad thing. It it goes back to emotions as well. It's, It's learning how to go about it. Right. You don't want to just come out front and be like, Hey, this, you know, this sucks. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you want to say you want to find a better way to say it, right? right? Where they're going to understand, where it doesn't come off of 
so you know as you being such of a dick yeah that's the thing though i it wasn't i wasn't like like i really wasn't being a dick like i read over my messages um Mm -hmm. it was more like they just wanted it was like i wasn't pleased you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i wasn't good enough and uh that was far from the truth i was just i was actually super excited it was just like i wanted answers to my questions now which were like hey how can we you know what's the next steps in making this better kind of thing you know Right, right. And and you, you being, you know, it, it's your baby, right? It's your product. So yes. it's, it's hard for you, you know, you weren't coming off that way, right? You didn't intend to come off that way. Mm-hmm. Your heart was in the right place. You didn't mm-hmm. come off that way. But when you say the negative things, people tend to think that way, right? Yep. Naturally. Whereas, like you said, pointing out the positive, like, hey, I really like this, but I think we can do that. I think we can do this thing better. Mm-hmm. or or I, I like it but i think we can do better yep right sort of sort of that you know going that route yeah and, um and i actually like honestly and i'm sorry to cut you off but like no, no. just with de- developers in general you know that you know they're obviously di- they're different than me you know i'm more of like a out- outgoing person sports guy you know they're more technical hands-on looking at the screen and i actually like when i was going through my program like i actually had to reach out to some of my mentors and like kind of talk to them about my situation how to handle it because you know at first i honestly thought i could do it on my own but it was just getting worse you know and you know luckily enough i was getting i got some amazing feedback and i was able to re-engineer how i how i was thinking slash interacting with them uh and ended up getting a little better but you know ended up not working out in the end but it's just still something i learned from you know yeah absolutely and it's all it's all a learning experience yeah. and you know, it's all about people see mistakes, as, you know, some people see mistakes as, as failure and don't see it as a learning lesson, right? Like, yeah. oh, I failed, that, you know, that's it. I can't do anything right or I can't do this or I can't do that or so-and-so told me it wasn't going to work out. But in reality, the only way that you get better is by mistakes. Yeah. So it's not, you know, those are definitely learning lessons and I'm sure you know how to handle it better now. Mm-hmm. Um, so currently you're working on a pretty dope idea uh apps called chad mm-hmm. cor- correct yep and it is it's currently in the app store both app stores yep or just app yep both both yep so t- uh, what's so what's chad about um and why should people download it okay so um essentially chad is a new social media app and we're trying to help people connect with others in a surrounding area through location-based chat rooms uh, that are pinned on our map. So essentially, when you cre- when you open up Chad, no matter where you're located, you're going to be greeted by a map of your exact location, and you'll be able to scan that map and join chat rooms around you, or you could actually zoom out and join chat rooms like all over the world. Um, our goal is to one. Obviously, we feel like location is uh, super important, and what I want to do is. No matter where you're located or where you're at, I want you to be able to open up a platform and be able to connect with people either around you or at, in a place that you're going that you're going to visit or you're going to. Or maybe just you might want to just jump into that area just to see what's going on in that area. Maybe there's like a huge bar event or beer event, whatever it may be. Um, I want to give users the freedom to do that instead of having them restricted on some sort of timeline and algorithm like the rest of the social media platforms. And um, inside our chat rooms, you know, 
you know, it's kind of like history is repeating itself. I mean, AOL brought them to life and then really made them popular. And what we're doing is we have the same concept, but we're kind of reinventing them at the same time by adding a bunch of different features that users can use inside these chat rooms to keep keep the conversation going and uh, to just make it honestly easier to connect with people, man. I mean, I honestly just feel like with Instagram and Facebook, they're not really, they kind of went away from their mission statement of just helping people connect with one another. And it's now you're only connecting with people that you know. And um, in my opinion, I just feel like social media should be a platform where you, you're actually meeting new people. And um, whether they're in your area or in a whole other location, you know, I think it should be, should be easy to, to possibly connect with developers in your area. If, you know, you could create a chat room for that, or you could open up chat and you could, you could check out, you know, some restaurants or bars or cafes or, um, or basketball courts, parks, whatever it may be in the area and join those chat rooms for those things and start looking at the past conversations that users had about those places. And you can, it's just a more personal connection. And that's what I'm trying to go forth with, uh, with this app. And we've, we've gotten a ton of positive feedback so far. I think we've got like 800 some users in there. I haven't really marketed it, but I've just been trying to get as much feedback as I can. And we're, uh, you know, we're now getting, uh, we're now releasing a new update in April that's going to really allow us to scale the app, but more importantly, retain users because right now it's just a chat room app on a map. Um, right. We're going to be adding a bunch, at least seven, I think it's seven new features come April. And then um, our revenue stream model as well. So uh, next month's going to be a big month for us, and we're, we're really excited. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think it's I think it's a a really cool concept, um, helping people network and meet new people. Yeah, just your base goal, right? And I think you know it's funny. I was thinking about that the other day. I think you and I actually had a conversation um, at our at our old stomping grounds at the Starbucks and KOP um, mm-hmm. about when you first got into that. Um, that startup program, 2020 startups, right? They wanted you to go a completely different way, didn't they? Yeah, they, I, bro, I've, I've pivoted. I mean, I think that's probably one of the, the best tips I could give anyone. Um, you got to pivot so much. It's like my original idea compared to now, like if honestly, I look back to my original idea. I think I thought about this yesterday. I was like, yo, I was an idiot. Like, that last the, the original idea like the concept was there's no way i was making money off that like, it was so stupid and then as i was pitching my idea slash concept to people more ideas came about and i was able to develop an actual business plan through my pivoting and now we're here and now i'm, I'm setting myself up to hopefully you know grow a platform where i can um actually live off it and um make money yeah that's so you know that's so, no yeah, I mean, listen, you're not. I wouldn't call yourself an idiot. That's a little, being a little too hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I mean, but uh, you're you're smart, right? Thanks, because man. You're able to you're able to not cling on to that original idea. Yeah. And see the necessary adjust, uh, adjustments, and make those adjustments. Uh, like, one I, thing, one thing. Yeah. Sorry, one thing that yeah. I have trouble doing um, because you just made me think about this is, I'm like. I like you know how we're talking about sensitive people I'm kind of I'm somewhat sensitive in a way if I I tend to take what people say about my product uh to heart and it's like uh sometimes when people are saying things 
they're just saying things to just downplay it or just to say like there's no way you can do this um but when you hear someone it i think that's the biggest key that i've learned throughout this journey it's almost like when you hear someone talk negative about something that you're all in like you're not human if that doesn't affect you um, in my opinion, and yeah. you just got to figure out a way to balance that emotion like we were talking about mm-hmm. um, and getting yourself back up and motivated again, because I mean, I can't tell you how many no's I've received uh, from investors. I can't tell you how many people have told me this is no way it's going to work. Snapchat or someone's just going to copy you. And I'm still going here. You know what I'm saying? And it's just literally re-engineering your brain to when someone says your product is shit it doesn't even phase you. It's just, right. you got to figure out a way where it's like that person just doing, that's how you got to look at it in a way. Yeah. It's an important, it's, it's, it's a, it's an important balance to be able to realize who's just, you know, who's just being a dick and who's actually giving you constructive yeah. criticism. Right. Cause I, I, I sort of think, right. that, you know, I've taken constructive criticism in the past um, in a negative light. And then realize the person is just being honest. They're just being honest. And they're, you know, mm-hmm. I need to realize, okay, maybe this is a legitimate problem. Where you said you are mm-hmm. going to have people that, you know, you are going to have people that are just like, well, this is a shit idea. Even if they don't think it's a shit idea, they don't think you can do it. Or they don't, you know, they think they could do that. So they're like, well, I could do that. So like, you know, so it, it's just that that's their mentality. Right. But mm-hmm. it is important. I, I just honestly believe that if you're going on this journey, like you're doing this thing with scene, like you, you're all in on this and you've raised money to do yeah. this. Like no one, no matter, I don't care if I say like, there's no way this is going to work or if an investor that's a billionaire says there's no way it's going to work. I still don't think it should affect you. If you've told yourself when you looked in, when you looked at yourself mm-hmm. in the mirror that you were going to go full throttle on this, yeah. you know, like you're going to go until you fail yourself and that's where that's what i was trying to say i think it needs to be where you know you're going to get criticism and you're going to get people that are going to say it's bad or whatnot but you got to, like you said you got to pick the information that's going to allow you to hopefully succeed like i've had people that say that it doesn't work but they've also given me some ideas to think about that would in my mind help me make it work you know what i'm saying right Right. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, I've been going that over, I've been going through that over the past couple of months with scene as we, you know, we got into this uh, period where we were just spinning our wheels and things seemed like it was either, it could either have went two ways and it could have been, all right, that was it. Like we gave it a good shot or we're like, all right, how do we, how do we fix this? And, and what do we do next? Right. Mm-hmm. And it was an important question for me to answer for myself where I was like, am i all, yeah as you said am i all in on this because right now it would be easy to just go you know what we tried it's just not working out you know it's just not it's and, just not and, working and out. that exactly and that's what we talked about in our last episode that got cut off it's like <laughs> you gotta look yourself in the mirror because the best thing to do is just to keep going forward like it mm-hmm. doesn't if you can keep going forward if you have that option and there's an option for you to just maybe find a solution or that you can have you can just keep working on it i i suggest it to anyone like just yeah. do it because you never know man like that those are those extra lives that you just keep going yeah i, I could i couldn't agree more yeah i, could not agree I mean more. look you called me up and we found a solution 
Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I did call. I did call you. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about. Mm-hmm. I didn't forget about that. I just hadn't even thought about that. That yeah. you. Uh, that you and I had had talked had uh, spoken about that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Man. So the app's called Chad. Yep. It is downloadable in the App Store. You mm-hmm. also have a podcast out as well, right? Yeah, man. That's gotten some. I just had my girlfriend on there, and I had my um. My one one of my buddies from well, just like a friend that I know from my hometown who's kind of blown up on the rap scene. Um, those two have like, like he promoted on his his Instagram, and then like I just posted on mine, and I've gotten it. Like I think I broke my I was breaking records for how many listens. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> yeah, man. I hope I hope this can do the same. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm I, I'm hoping I can I can get you some views on here, man. That'd be dope. That'd be yeah. dope. We supported one another. That's another important message. There's, no, there's enough there's enough money in this world and there's enough success in this world that everyone can succeed at you know at, at some level. So, I mean there's no point of trying to run over people and you know be that person. So, yeah, you might as well just put that in the description of this episode, bro. What what's that? <laughs> <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> there's enough money in this world for everyone to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll put it as the title of the episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would be yeah, drop the mic on them. <laughs> that's funny that's funny but all right man i'll let you get to your dinner i know you're i know you're uh waiting around for that so I'll, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let you eat i appreciate you doing this and uh where can people find you at you uh, instagram uh yeah social media anywhere email yeah man well first of all thanks for having me sorry we kind of were ranting like ranting for a while uh-huh. um but uh my instagram my personal instagram is aj picard p-i-c-a-r-d underscore and then you can follow my, you can follow Chad on Instagram and Twitter at Chad underscore app underscore and um, same name for Twitter and Instagram. So that's it. Dope, man. Dope. All right, man. Well, happy belated birthday. I know Appreciate I texted you, you man. this past weekend, but happy belated birthday. Hope you enjoy your dinner. Have a good night, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man. You too. Have a good one. Uh, later.